0: This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. Hey, it's the Partnership Podcast. It's Eric Williams, and I am on location at the Little Bird Commissary Kitchen and Market. I am uh, joined by player, coach, operator, owner, everything, Ann Pasquale. How are you, Ann?
1: i'm doing very well eric thanks for asking and thank
0: you for having me in your space this is so cool so uh, i like uh, the listeners to kind of know where we're at so we're going to take them around uh, the space we're going to learn about where this came from and what you did but let's start with the history uh this space or there was a coffee shop that started it all wasn't there
1: that's correct so in 2018 we found that our community of gypsum Needed a coffee shop and cafe place to hang out, meet, do a little work. So we opened in May and hit the ground running with a small breakfast menu, lunch, coffees, etc. And then in 2020, with the pandemic and having to shut down for two months, we pivoted a little bit into a gourmet market as well as the lattes and cappuccinos and coffees and good food.
0: That's a kind of a fun change to make. I mean, was it something you were really excited about? Is that a passion for you, all this, as I'm looking around at the incredible gourmet options?
1: Absolutely. My husband, Scott Pasquale, also known as Pippin, uh, is a wonderful chef, and he created all these great breakfast items. And so in a, a lot of the items that we sell here in the market, we actually use and uh, vouch for 100%.
0: Well it's obvious with uh, the quality so take me around just a little bit uh, we're going next to the compressors here you can hear it uh, but uh, this is I call this podcast rather than podcast because we're walking as we're talking I see some local vendors I, Mountain Flower for example out of Eagle Sean Smith and his company you've got some ice cream uh, there the, a lot of local vendors here?
1: A lot of local vendors we want to help promote small business in our area we also have uh, not only Mountain Flower but rise above bakery for gluten-free dairy-free cakes and breads and cupcakes and whatnot Uh, we love dessert lab a young baker Um, we just started carrying her brownies and soon we'll be carrying her bread she's out of gypsum and if they're not local to eagle county i try to carry as many colorado vendors as well why is that Just because a lot of folks actually coming out of the airport, when they stop in, that's the first thing they ask for. They want to help promote Colorado and this community that they love so much, even just visiting.
0: I think that's really cool. And, uh, you know, given that uh, little teaser, that's location for where we're at. Uh, We're near the Ace Hardware and the Domino's and Costco and the airport area. I say Cooley Mesa Road. Is this actually on Cooley Mesa? Yep.
1: Our address is actually 150 Cooley Mesa. There
0: we go. That was a shameless... No, not shameless. (laughs) We're talking about you. We're in your space. So besides just the foods, I'm seeing some... uh, I already put a milk frother in my cart, if that's all right. Uh, (laughs) I'm seeing some other items as well, so people can find all sorts of things here, huh?
1: Yes. We not only use a lot of these products uh, and vouch for them, but I also create gift boxes and gift bags for corporate gifting, for weddings, uh, welcome bags. And that's another side hustle of mine, a a passion project. I find it fun. Uh, So if someone comes in and has either a small budget or a giant budget, I can put together some real fun foodie items.
0: You'd rather see the giant budget, so, right? though, right? If we're calling them out, yeah. <laughs> We'd like those. It is fun. I mean, I'm looking over your shoulder as you're talking, and I see hot peppers next to barrel-aged whiskey from Japan, next to an awesome teapot and a very unique leopard lamp. I mean, it really is kind of, <laughs> is that a snow leopard lamp that I'm looking that at there? Is. I like that it's one.
1: It's actually a candle holder. Oh, okay.
0: Well, I mean, old school <laughs> lamp. <laughs> I'm really old. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that uh, you had to do in this time was, you know, pivot your business, as you said, and change that. So as this is a business podcast and there's other small businesses listening, what were, what were the hardest part about being like, you know what, we're not going to be that coffee shop anymore?
1: I think the hardest part and also the thing to remember is to stay flexible, stay positive, and ask so we did a lot of uh, market research from our guests and customers coming in asking them what they wanted and again we have 50% locals and 50% travelers off of the I-70 here and the Eagle Airport and people like to be asked uh, what they prefer, what they you know um, can't find elsewhere yeah and Wait,
0: people like to have their opinions heard.
1: <laughs> absolutely. And so we kind of ran with that as well. And in that, we're finding our our niche, our niche of foodies and gourmet, you know, up-and-coming chefs. A lot of young, you know, young people um, are coming in, learning about recipes yeah. and making their own Uh, dishes so we really encourage that as well.
0: I like that that's a trend right now in our community and you know maybe larger than that. Uh, My kids absolutely love cooking. I cannot wait to bring my son here so he can you know Japanese barbecue sauce. Dad can we get some? It's gonna be can we get some? Okay so we are like we said we have walked around the market right now and uh, and thankfully no one has come in because the door was just going back and (laughs) forth right before we started this. But uh, we're about to enter Little Bird Commissary Kitchen. So this is a whole different entity. Tell me what I'm entering and, you know, they change, even it sounds different in here.
1: Mm -hmm. So through the doors, we have the little mini market in the front. As we come through the doors, we'll be in our prep space and a true commercial shared use commissary kitchen. And this is open uh, by the day, by the week, by the month to food trucks and caterers and private chefs and bakers. Both uh, hardened, you know, 20 years in the business or brand new up and coming businesses. And here we feature reach in freezers and walk in cooler. We have a sandwich prep uh, that's on casters and Hobart mixers big 10 burner Vulcan range, ice maker, prep sinks, you name it. It's,
0: this is a full, really complete, well put together kitchen. What does it take for a restaurateur, a uh, you know, a food truck owner, whoever the, the specific clientele, what does it take for them to come in here and utilize your space?
1: Well, we are asking if you'd like to sign up with us, which we would love, uh, for a business license, proof of insurance, and a food handler's card from the local health department. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So let's talk it from the business sense. Why a commissary kitchen? Uh, why does this make sense for the entire community? I know you're pointing away at your husband who just walked in and is making lasagnas as we speak in the back. Scotty, can we uh, ask you a couple questions? Yeah. So and you want to answer that one? Yes.
2: I feel that, well, we started as a Uh, Coffee shop and then we kind of pivoted over towards more of a market and then People were asking us to use our kitchen and I just had this idea to pivot one more time and create a commissary kitchen Which would allow the growth of our community and not and food food trucks and just kind of Just really help our community and in producing some much-needed food.
0: I think it's really cool because, you know, these individual people do not have the space and are not able to have the safety of the food preparation that you can in those uh, smaller operations. So it does, it is kind of see a need, fill a need in the community.
2: Yes, there is um, a sort of cottage where you can do some things at home, but for to feed the public in the way that it should be done, the commissary kitchen is a much needed thing to make sure everything is NSF and sterilized. And that's where we help the food trucks and everyone else who caters to make sure they're doing it properly sanitary, um, that everything's sanitized properly, because um, you can't over sanitize, because that will make people sick. And so, yep. you know, you have to make sure that. Everything is, is just right. Well,
0: and that's why you get all those certificates and preparations and, and get those people ready that, to know what they're doing in this space. I wanted to ask you, define the word commissary for those of us who maybe it's newer to. Or a commissary kitchen. Not like just the word, but it's a specific type of kitchen.
2: Right. So I think commissary back in the day used to be where um, military would go and buy products that they would purchase for their so
0: they went and bought smokes
2: yeah exactly at the
0: commissary yeah i'm remembering this from band of brothers yeah
2: um (laughs) but then um the commissary kitchen aspect of it is basically just cooking food in a sterile environment um
0: oh yeah come on
1: shared use commercial kitchen there it is and then a lot phone a
0: friend she's got the answer (laughs)
1: a lot of uh, shared-use commercial kitchens, also known as commissary kitchens, have incubator uh, programs uh, that go along with it. And what that is, and we offer that here as well, for new upstart businesses that may not know how to price out their items or create a menu or order from a large purveyor like Shamrock or Cisco or U.S. Foods, or ITALCO. We can all get together and help and promote and grow your business, your small business, if you like. That's what we're here for. Yep. Yep.
0: And the shared shipping concerns are uh, coming across all industries right now, and there's really creative business solutions happening. This sounds like a really neat one.
2: And I think we have a lot of insight, have been doing this for a while, like, people who are catering and have food trucks they can get a tax-exempt oh, yeah. um, card from Costco and then all your stuff that you're purchasing is then tax-exempt so that's always uh, another little bonus that that maybe you might not know
0: yeah and just a way to educate this uh, this new growing group uh, I imagine you're building quite a family with people uh, in this option
1: we are we're getting there so far we have signed up Two, we have a coffee roaster going in to a little side room here we have with closed doors. And then we just signed up Rocky Mountain Raclette, and we're excited to have them here. She's a private chef. She'll prep here and store her items here and then uh, be a private chef up in folks' residences and condos. Well, I think
2: technically we have four because (laughs) it would be LBC, which is Anne, so she's... little bird commissary where she'll do pies and desserts and um gift bags and boxes and stuff like that and then we have smp as well which is me which is salt malt pickles and so we're going to do more infused salts some kimchis pickles and all kinds of other things as well wow
0: this this is an interesting relationship that you two have uh, as well i absolutely love it is it fun working uh with the spouse
2: Oh, most definitely. Yeah? Yes. I, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely not for everyone, yeah. but I think the way that um, we work together is, you know, it's a yin and yang. So, yeah. you know, sometimes we balance each other out in,
0: in ways that not only we work, but in life as well. This is more than just a business podcast. There's like relationship <laughs> advice. I love that's it. That's and there was also a gentleman that walked in here uh, just before we started uh, who grabbed a, a hot quiche. That was, uh, that's an option as well. I know that you've got lasagnas going in the back, so people can come and it changes daily?
1: Mm, every few days. Yeah. So right now we're offering box lunches, quiche, fruit, and a couple little cookies or another sweet treat. Uh, we'll try to mix it up as we get past Christmas and the holidays. Um, but yeah, we want to feed the community. I
0: think that's really cool. I think that thank you for defining the idea of a commissary kitchen and for being brave enough to do something like this in this time. I mean, this isn't going to make you guys millionaires. Uh, You okay with that? Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. But it does. uh, It does help the community. It does. This is one of those all ships rise with the tide kind of ideas. So thank you for what you're doing for these people. Uh, Invite your chef friends to be a part of this on our podcast right now. I mean, anyone who hasn't who'd like to use this, you know, from one chef to another, if you'd like to invite them to your kitchen, oh, you know, yes. how would you do it? Um, how would you say it? You know, like you're looking around this space. Well, I'm totally want, putting you on the spot. If, if
2: you <laughs> want to venture out and do your own thing and be your own boss, um, come to LBC and start you know your adventure with with us i
0: think that's really cool yeah. i like that they used adventure because uh, it sounds like what it has been and so uh we are calling out to the community but uh, you know come by for many different reasons for this
1: yes how do people find you you can go to littlebirdcommissary.com that's our website or facebook same thing little bird commissary kitchen or just stop in
0: I, I did, and I'm better for it. I now have a milk frother. I'm taking home some ice cream, and I'm really looking at that Japanese whiskey. All right, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you so
2: much for having us. Thanks.
0: Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now. And find more resources at ValeValleyPartnership.com.